Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Spin FL. What is up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. And give me Sara. Two Americans living in Sweden, talking about football. I thought I'd give us a little extra pause just because, you know. Sometimes it's time, important. Man. Sometimes yeah, it's important it. to take an extra pause, look around, <laughs> figure out your surroundings a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's Try to all gather, I was your, to do. gather your shit. Just gathering my shit, man. <laughs> gather your shit. Yeah, move, man. Move ahead. You know what I'm saying? We are uh about to delve into the well later in the episode we'll talk about the crispy mm. what's the, well, yeah, I just I just pulled this up because I couldn't remember. <clears throat> Obviously, we had the super super wild card round. Yes, and then we had the dangerously delicious divisional round. Yes, and now we are moving on to the incredibly iconic extra crispy conference championship round. <laughs> the incredibly iconic extra crispy conference championship round has arrived. <laughs> we'll be talking about that. And brought to uh, you by Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> At KFC, we do chicken right. All right. Uh, <laughs> Finger looking good. Love that chicken and Popeyes. Uh, <laughs> Actually, post-pandemic, they had to get rid of the finger looking good thing. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Wow. They can't say finger looking good? Yeah. I met the guys who came up with the campaign where they had to navigate around that. Uh, can't say finger licking. And they had, to, they had to. They had. They were like, "Yeah, that, we know that we said that we're supposed." Yeah, but they were like, "Yeah, but they're not. It's not like they're licking anyone else's right. fingers. Yeah, it's not a finger you're licking licking your own. I'm not saying like, hey, come lick my finger. <laughs> like you're licking your own finger. And like, yeah, how'd you get can. COVID? I sucked my fingers actually. Yeah, I got it. I either got it from my own finger or some fried chicken. Oh no, sure. but if I mean, <laughs> if you touch something, you remember That's they true. thought they were thinking that at first right. that it was like contagion instead of thinking about it like it was a respiratory thing. So I could see that how they got yeah. freaked out. That's true. Uh, but yeah, mm. let's uh let's talk about what's happened. The league, the movements have begun, man. The juiciness of the off season has begun because most teams besides four have entered their off season. It has been a very heavy. Newsweek, yeah, uh, like really heavy Newsweek. Yeah. Um, a lot of hirings and a lot of firings to this day. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> uh, we, well, we'll start with probably what it feels like one of the bigger stories that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I forgot to mention that tomorrow because yeah. we're not going to yeah. record before tomorrow. True. T- tomorrow is mm-hmm. the King's Names Day. Oh, really? That's so. Not fascinating at all. <laughs> we do not care. <laughs> I opened up no. my laptop and it said it right here that it was tomorrow's the King's Day. What are you and, talking uh, about? Why did your laptop tell you that when you? I don't it? know. It tells me holidays, and I couldn't believe that it said Kungen's Nam's dog. <laughs> your ki- oh, so your calendar is set to tell you holidays? Yeah, it tells me. T- it tells me Swedish and American holidays. This fucking country with the whole royal family thing. It has to be one of the it has to be one of the biggest like contradictions. Oh yeah. To the whole the whole way that I imagine Sweden yeah. as a country. Like the fact that you, you have this bizarre anomaly that you still have this monarchy. Royal fa- and everyone's like, "Oh, but they're they do so so many good things for the country." I'm like, "What?" Yeah, but 
I, I don't know. I have many arguments against the royal family. I think they're fucking stupid. We do not care. Yeah. yeah. That's how I feel about <laughs> This is it. not a podcast about the royal family. This is a podcast about football. <laughs> you know you what would be fun, though? Passion. You know what would be fun is, like, if you could get a sit-down with the king and you try to explain American football to him. <sighs> Wouldn't that be funny? Uh, he, like, sits down to kind of watch watch some highlights and, watch uh-huh. the, like, explain. Yeah. That would be funny. Dry erase board. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what you could, So this defense is called cover two. <laughs> <laughs> you have a cover two beater. A really good yeah. one if you're uh, yeah. if you're T-Law and Associates. Mm. I, it, somehow I think that you and I will never have the opportunity to explain American football to the king of Sweden. Yeah. I'm feeling know, like it's man. not going to happen. We'll see. <laughs> Slight long shot. We'll know. see. We'll put in a, uh, a request to their It's one of my resolutions this year. <laughs> Explain football it's to the goal. king of Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it. I've always wanted to ask him, you know, because when he got in trouble, uh, they had this, this big scandal in Atlanta. There was a strip club in Atlanta called the Gold Club. Mm-hmm. And they had this big scandal because they were, it wasn't just a strip club. Apparently they had a little black book where they were, they were mm. uh, renting Escort. out their girls for uh, for Escort services. Yeah, something slightly more than lap dancing. Yeah. Uh, and it was a long list of celebrities that were in that little black book, um, mm-hmm. including the uh, King of Sweden. Uh-uh. Um, you, yeah. <laughs> in Atlanta? He was, yeah, he was there during the Olympics in 96. Ah, uh, he was like, I mean, you know, like a little <laughs> big, mm-hmm. big booties. Yeah. And I kind of wanted, I've always wanted to ask him, like, so, what was your impression of the Gold Club? Did you like? It? I used to live like right across the street from it. <laughs> was the Gold Club? Is it a pour some sugar on me? Uh, it was club, one of the. Or is it, it was, a uh, you know? Let me see that ass drop. <laughs> no, it was one of those higher end kind of oh, okay. places. Uh, I actually dated a girl from who worked at the Gold Club for a couple of months, mm. um, but it ended in a very bizarre fashion. Um, she had a she had a roommate who gave me a job um he was like he worked some kind of construction thing and i was like you know anyway i was working with him and his car broke down one day when we were driving from one site to the next mm-hmm. and this guy just completely went like he, he in the middle of an intersection car breaks down he freaks out reaches into the glove box pulls out a pistol what jumps jumps out of the car and starts shooting at the car with his pistol as I'm like hitting the deck. I'm like down in the fucking floorboards, like going motherfucker. What the hell is going on? Oh, he needs and, some therapy. Yeah. And then when he ran out of bullets, I jumped out of the truck and just started walking. He was like, no, wait, don't go. I'm sorry. Don't and, I go. Like, and I was like, fuck this. And I remember she, she and I were dating and she called me and was like, look, he really wants to, I was like, look, I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to have nothing to do with nobody. And I was just, I just cut it off right there. I was oh, like, don't wow. fucking call me again. It was, uh, so that's my gold club story. I dated um, a stripper that, uh, I was 16 and she was 23. Mm, <laughs> I thought mm, it was so awesome. Nice. <laughs> and then, uh, she asked me for grocery money. She was like, you can't just be coming over here, having sex with me <laughs> and not doing nothing. <laughs> I was like, what? I thought, what do you mean? I'm, you got a job. <laughs> And I, I work at the dollar store. I mean, the dollar movie. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, what can I do of my five fifteen an hour to help you out who's making $1,000 a night? Right. Making, ass, making your butt cheeks clap. So uh, <laughs> I had to stop. I stopped talking to her after that. When she asked me for $40 for groceries. Wow. I was like, yeah. I don't want to be your friend anymore. That sounds like a... <laughs> That sounds like a shakedown right there. Yeah, man. Let's shake down a teenager. Yeah. Man. Who are you in? Yeah. With hot sex. Yeah. And all she really wanted was some motherfucking uh, grocery some, money. Some grocery money. <laughs> all she wanted was some motherfucking, some Lunchables. <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> there's like, that's like, there's all kinds of, like, yes. I think even like, perhaps like, Criminally wrong. Yes, it's probably some <laughs> form. I mean, it's Florida statutory rape. I'm, they're kind of strict there. Yeah, it's, it's probably statutory rape. And the money involved, like that's yeah. like that could turn into like soliciting a, a minor. That could turn into a proper felony. Yeah, man. <laughs> yes, Mercedes. 
if that's your real name, <laughs> can I call you Letitia? Mercedes. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, oh, my homegirl, Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, we have, so what's the what's the news in the league? Right. <laughs> Speaking of strip big, clubs, this might be the biggest diversion ever. I know. I don't even know how to segue into this, but the biggest story that dropped yesterday is that the Carolina Panthers have a new head coach. Mm. Uh, he'll be a familiar name to most of us. Yes. Uh, because the new head coach of the Carolina Panthers is none other than Mister Frank Reich. <laughs> Fired by the Colts this season and replaced by Jeff Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, as everybody remembers, who was not only an absolute joke, but also trash. Jeff Saturday is the recent target of an online petition launched by a Colts fan okay. whose sole purpose is to prevent Jeff Saturday from becoming their permanent head coach. Uh, there's no- He hasn't been released yet? No, no, he's already interviewed twice for the head for the for the job. Um, I thought this, this is, story was funny. What this is this is funny. Listen to this. Okay. It's a Colts Colts fan named Sean Ward started an online petition um, at a, some website called Change.org. org, uh, mm, and the, the name the name of the petition is quote. It's very direct. Not difficult to understand. The name of the petition is, quote, don't hire Jeff Saturday as head coach, end quote. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it says here in a direct plea to Colts owner Jim Ursay, this fan wrote <clears throat> in the petition, quote, we as Colts fans will always love the memories of the Super Bowl, whatever team, mm-hmm. uh, XLI, what, I, I'm not good with Roman numerals. Um, we love the former players and the people they've become, but we don't want right? Jeff Saturday as the head coach of this team going forward. Please hire someone with experience and save your fan base from revolting and losing interest. End quote. Mm. Pretty clear. I like, I like it. it. How many signatures? I don't know yet. Uh. We should go sign it. I'm, maybe I should go sign it. That's a good <laughs> idea. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, coincidentally, back to Frank Reich. Um, coincidentally or not coincidentally, uh, when the Panthers first entered the NFL as an expansion franchise back in 1995, Frank Reich was actually their first starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, that is. Um, that doesn't mean, uh, I don't know. He did all right over there. He They built a good defense. He's defensive-minded. I mean, I think this. I, I we've said it before. I think that. Um, I mean, we've talked. I, I wasn't really thinking about Frank Reich. I was just thinking about coaches in general. To me, the Carolina Panthers, like as a as a coach looking for a job, this is not a bad place to land. I mean, they got there's a lot of good things on both sides of the ball. Mm. Um, I'd be a little worried about putting any faith into the last however many games that Sam Darnold played. You know what I mean? Mm, it's like yeah. they sort of stuck him in there, and it was like, wow, he's playing pretty good. And it's like, yeah, but he always plays pretty good for a couple of games, and then it goes off yeah. the cliff. So, But the good news is, is they got a hell of a running game. Mm. Um, some pretty good receivers. Uh, and the yeah. defense ha- has a lot of potential, I think. Yeah. Um, and they're in easily the worst division in the NFL. So, there's- so Steve Wilkes got released, let go <laughs> Before Jeff Saturday, that that's interview. that's true. That's true. Yeah. And uh, there's been three thousand two hundred and forty-two signatures on the Jeff Saturday don't hide Jeff Saturday <laughs> as head coach petition. Is that good? Do you think that's probably? It good. says uh, they want, let's get to five thousand is what they say. At five thousand signatures, this petition mm. is more likely to get picked up by local news. Hmm. Well, Steve Wilkes obviously is not happy about this news. Um, you know, Steve Wilkes, for those of you who did not know this, was already um, part of, I think he's part of the Brian Flores lawsuit. Yes, he um, is. He definitely is. He, he had lobbed some sort of uh, accusations of racism against the Cardinals, of which he was Brian once Flores. the... 
once the head quarter. And yeah, and Brian Flores is out here interviewing with the Cardinals. That's funny. Um, Anyway, he seems to think that there's some uh, racial bias involved in him not being offered the opportunity to become the the head coach of the Carolina Panthers, given that he did such a good job after. um, He didn't even, they didn't even have him interview. Yeah, he interviewed for sure. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He they covered their bases. I mean, yeah. he's got to understand. Like, it's kind of hard. You, yeah, like you don't want to. I, mean, I don't disagree with him, of course, that there's like racial bias in the NFL. But, you know, when you got a guy like Frank Reich yeah. hanging out there, the guy, he's got a lot of experience. Yeah. He, he had, I mean, when he got fired from the Colts, I mean, he throughout his tenure as the Colts coach, he had a winning record. Yeah. It was just that the whole team was like falling apart and I don't know maybe it was Frank Reich's idea to bring in Matt Ryan and that was like you know the last straw because that was clearly not a good idea but nobody uh, thought it was not a good idea at the beginning right? correct everybody thought it was the a good idea the consensus was like hey they're gonna win a division we know the Titans are gonna fall off right so it's, but, it's and for whatever reason <clears throat> I mean ever you know there's been so much reporting on you know, post Andrew Luck, um, the yeah. Colts have just seemed to make the same mistake over and over and over and over. They just keep doing this veteran quarterback thing, thinking that it's, mm-hmm. you know, what did they got? They went from, uh, um, they went Carson went before Wentz, him. Or... Who was before that? Jacoby Brissett. He was right after Andrew Luck because he was the backup, and then it was Philip Rivers. That's right, Philip Rivers. Oh, yeah, Philip Rivers. <laughs> Turtle tackle. <laughs> Greatest non-tackle in NFL history. <laughs> it's just to this day. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> uh, anyway, we can move on from the Colts. Um, right. Reporting suggests that Dan Quinn will be returning as the Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator. I'm shocked. Um, they fired a lot of people over there in Dallas. I think they fired like six people. Yeah. Um. And there's still a little, uh, what's his name, Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator. Um, mm, there's buzz for him, right? Still a bit of a question mark as to whether he's going to stay or not. But Dan Quinn has decided to stay. Isn't there head coach to... buzz for Kellen Moore? Say what? Isn't there head coach buzz for Kellen Moore? Very much so. Yeah. yeah he's in, so. he's interviewing. Um, but uh, NFL Network's Tom Pelissero reported. Thursday that Dan Quinn told teams interested in him as uh, as a head coach. Uh, Quinn apparently said, quote, his heart is in Dallas and he wants to win a Super Bowl there. Um, Damn. <clears throat> unlike his former assistant, Kyle Shanahan, who abandoned my Atlanta Falcons <laughs> in our darkest hour of need. So shout out to Dan Quinn. Uh, uh, he probably don't want that stress right now, man. Can I get a fuck that guy? Hit that fuck. Fuck that guy. For who? Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> oh, I got to find it, man. I don't know where. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. I'll get away out of context. People know. Fuck uh, that guy. There we go. <laughs> I'm sure you'll have another reason to hit it, because now we're going to move on and start talking about the Jets, who have hired a new offensive coordinator. Mm. It's a guy by the name of um, Nathaniel Hackett. Have you heard of this Fuck guy? Fuck that guy. <laughs> it says here, I'm reading this, I'm not... It says here, I'm not familiar with him. He apparently used to be the coach of the Denver Broncos. Oh. Um, But he did not manage to stay employed for the entire season, so I'm assuming that didn't go well. (laughs) Um, It might have gone worse than any coaching situation I've seen. It went worse than Jeff Saturday. Mm. He looked less Mm. competent than Jeff Saturday. Yeah. To be fair... um, I'm uh, I'm being facetious, obviously. I know who Jeff Hackett is. Uh, Hackett... Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel. Yeah, of course. I know Jeff. I know Dave. He's fine. Dave Hackett's good. <laughs> We're tired. <laughs> Dave, Dave, you know. Dave. Dave Between Nate. four feet and eight feet tall. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's both white and black. There's one brown eye, one blue. He's blight. He's black. <laughs> okay, for those of you who do not remember, Hackett is the former OC for the Green Bay Packers. Yes. And when he became the Broncos head coach, a lot of people thought he was, you know, there was pretty strong indication that, that Aaron Rodgers would be on his way to Denver. I don't know what uh, I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. Along with him. That did not happen. 
Um, but a year later, we're basically right back at the same place with Rogers, by mm. the way. He's still wishy-washy on his future. He's still being Ugh. deliberately mysterious. He's still going on the Pat McAfee show saying crazy shit like Big Pharma is actively out to ruin my reputation and my life, uh, which is a real What's story, by the way. You? Um, do you want to hear his actual quote from, oh, do from I? Pat? This is from the Pat McAfee show. He... <laughs> Yes, that's actually appropriate. Uh, he says, if you take the right sound bite from the right thing, and it's a situation that may or may not have in the past been brought to you by Pfizer, they got to make sure the villain gets cast in the correct light. <laughs> and whether or not you're sponsored by Pfizer, Moderna, or Johnson & Johnson, whatever it might be, when you go up against some of those powers that be, put yourself in the crosshairs. They're going to paint you in a certain way. And that's what the media did to me a couple years ago. That's fine. That's their prerogative. That's what they wanted to do. Wow. Which kind of reminds me of that. What was the uh, Bobby Brown said? It's my prerogative. I do what I got to do. It's my prerogative. <laughs> Live my life. Yeah, I remember that. It's live Do what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. He taught everybody that word, and now Aaron Rodgers is running with it. It's true. I remember that. Uh, either way, Rodgers to the Jets is now officially a narrative. So we shall see. New York media. And Aaron Rodgers, oh ugh, yeah, ugh, the combination is going to be sickening. It'll be interesting. Uh, I, I, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know what. What's your take on the God, man? Everyone is focusing on this Patrick Mahomes ankle sprain. Speaking of narratives, he's going to play. He's going to do well. <clears throat> he he claims that he's fine. I, I just I watched. Um, He's good, man. He's good. I watched I watched uh Good Morning Football. I think it was like Monday or Tuesday or something. And I swear to God, they spent the entire A block talking about this is the week. This is going to be <laughs> if he manages to rise above this, he will be forever known. Like this will be the they'll be calling it the ankle game. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, you guys! It's, stop! Nobody's gonna be thinking about it, man. Stop! Stop! However, stop. if he has a bad game, they're gonna just be like, "Well, he fought through the ankle." It's like, no, it was the ankle. He said he, said he was all right, man. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, if the speaking, if the Bengals beat them again, oh my god, it'll be like four times in a row. Four in a row, yeah. Oof. Four in a row, and they're—I mean—they're definitely the Bengals are giving a lot of bulletin board material. They're out here calling it. Instead of calling it Arrowhead Stadium, they're calling it Burrowhead. <laughs> uh, he's like so uh, Aaron Rodgers. I own you. Yeah. So it's the trash talking has begun. Oof. Um, another quarterback who will be playing this week. I thought this was kind of an interesting um, uh, story. Brock Purdy will become only the fifth rookie quarterback to start a conference championship game. Nice. Um, Bucks rookie, Bucks rookie Sean King. Oh, I remember um, him. who lost to the Rams in the NFC Championship in nineteen ninety nine. Ninety nine, and then they fired. Uh, and then they fired Tony Dungy, right? Hmm. Steelers rookie, uh, who we've spoken about many times on this show. This was <laughs> potentially before he was a rapist. Who knows? Ropelessberger. <clears throat> yeah. Ben Rapey Roethlisberger lost to the Patriots uh, in the AFC Championship game in 2004. Ravens rookie Joe Flacco lost to the Steelers uh, in 2008. And then Jets quarterback Mark Sanchez uh, lost to the Colts in 2009. So if he wins this game, he will be the first rookie quarterback to win a conference mm. championship game. So that's fascinating. Didn't uh didn't Dan Marino win as a rookie and go to the Super Bowl? I do not see this on my list, but it doesn't mean it's not true. It just means that the person who wrote this article may have may have been disrespecting your Miami Dolphins. Or you or the other option is that you might actually just be dead wrong. <laughs> uh so I don't know. 
you know, we're doing that that shallow dive that we always do over here at Spin FL. <laughs> I thought I thought for sure as a rookie he went to the Super Bowl. <clears throat> Did he really? I thought so. He came in. Hmm. Uh, it was nineteen. Now I want to see, man. Nineteen eighty three Super Bowl. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. It was the uh, the Dolphins got beat by the Redskins. Oh, maybe it's. Oh, was eight, he a rookie? And then? then he came in the next year. Maybe uh, he's in '84. Was that um, what's his name? Gre- Bob Greasy. Uh, I don't know. When that his uh, name? I guess. I guess the uh, maybe he wasn't playing. Mm. He came in in eighty. They're saying his rookie season was eighty three, so maybe eighty three was the Super Bowl. Mm. Okay. Mm. Um, sticking with the Forty ers uh, it appears that they will. I don't know if this. I don't know. I assume that he's not going to play, but defensive lineman for the Forty ers uh, Charles Amenahu, was arrested on Monday on misdemeanor domestic violence charges. Um, who? He's Charles Amenahu. Uh, Amenahu? Amenahu? <laughs> Amenahu? What? Um, yeah, he was arrested on on misdemeanor domestic violence charges. Got into an argument with his girlfriend and apparently pushed her to the ground or something. I, I don't know all the details, but I don't know. He's been released. He's out on bail, but I, it, whether the 49ers are going to allow him to play is still a bit up in the air. Um, okay. Damn. So anyway, that happened. It's on keep uh, keeps keeps on happening in these uh <clears throat> in this league, man. Yeah. Until I take it seriously. The other thing that keeps on happening that's on my radar that I'm like thoroughly annoyed with. Um, so after chewing out his quarterback on the sidelines and r- running off as soon as the game was over, mm. you always knew that the next chapter in the Stefan Diggs drama was going to play out by way of a tweet, right? I'm fucking so tired of Twitter. I think it's stupid. Um, I think it's overrated and it's like a sort of a, a lesser form of human communication that needs to be eradicated from the face of the earth, in Oof. my opinion. Um, <clears throat> I'm tired of being constantly told what people think on Twitter, despite the fact that like 1% of the world is actually on Twitter. So I'm like, <laughs> I do not fucking care. Um, y- yeah, but Diggs is out here like, you know, trying to defend himself on Twitter, which is like, you know, ridiculous. Um, and and speaking of Twitter, um did you see what the official Dallas Cowboys Twitter account? <laughs> no. You know, we were talking before we went on air yeah. uh, about the level of and and the wide width of, of, of dunking on the Dallas Cowboys yes. whenever they fall <laughs> flat on their face. Well, apparently the Dallas Cowboys Twitter account is actually in on this as well. Um Beginning a lot of attention for ba- bashing Dak Prescott, like just absolutely putting him on blast uh, after their loss to the 49ers. Um, and to be fair, I, last week, you remember, I did call for some pragmatism, some la- long, hard looks in the mirror mm-hmm. uh, for the Cowboys. Um, but I would argue that this is hardly all Dak's fault. No, that's you know what I was I mean? trying to say, but you, you were like... <laughs> When I said that, <laughs> no, but I agree. I mean, he look. He is he a reason that they lost that game? Yes, but y- you brought up rightfully so all the boneheaded mistakes by Dalton Schultz, right? Mm-hmm. Um, losing Tony Pollard, which was nobody's fault. That was huge. you know to a broken leg. That was a big deal. Yeah. Uh, trading Amari Cooper away for a pack of cigarettes and acting like Michael Gallup was going to pick up the slack. That was also a mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, cutting Lyle Collins. Like he wasn't even worth the pack of cigarettes. And then Jerry Jones making fun of him on the radio uh, in the early part of the season when the Bengals were struggling. He was like, oh, you see how bad it's going for Lyle Collins over there? Mm. It's like, yeah, their one went away from the Super Bowl. So why don't you shut the fuck up? (laughs) Um, Anyway, they said, let let me open this up. (laughs) Dallas Cowboys Twitter account. This is a, this is, this is the, 
the tweet. It says, Dak Prescott gave away the ball twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers in a matchup the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't again generate self-inflicted wounds. Damn. <laughs> now, none of all of that, it, every, that is a 100% true statement. Yeah. Um, but it's just not something you expect from, from the inside the building. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it came from inside the building. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Have they have any players said anything? I haven't I haven't heard wow, anything. That's crazy. It's actually Dallas Cowboys their official Twitter. Apparently. I don't know. It's I, that it that's the story. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, apparently. I don't they're in such a, a no man's land right now, too. Mm. They can't like fire McCarthy. That's stupid and well not stupid, but you know what I mean? Without a without a plan, they'll just be Spinning the wheel. Well, we're about to sort of dip into this, but like you suggested, there's a lot of, I think that we're going to have a lot of coaches going into next year on a hot seat. Yeah. Um, Specifically because, I mean, there has been this like Monday morning massacre of, of assistant coaches across the entire league. And it's usually the last step before you as a head coach wind up on the hot seat, right? Yep. Cowboys just fired six uh, assistant coaches, I think, uh, which means if if McCarthy, he's, again, going into next year on one of the hottest seats. Um, Buccaneers, too. That was the next story. Buccaneers fired Byron Lefwich, yeah, offensive coordinator, that. which is like, I honestly... I don't know what to think about this. I think it's kind of shitty How? in a way. Well, I just think like this guy basically took them to a Super Bowl not that long ago. Um, and then stopped running the ball. That running game and a defense won that Super Bowl. Yeah. Like they were they were like like once they got Fournette, remember Fournette was one of the top like workhorse backs in the league. They got him over there. And then but it's I like don't they think stopped, it, they lost their identity. I don't feel like it's his fault that Fournette fell off. No, but if you look at how many pass plays he's calling, where Brady's throwing the ball fifty-four times or sixty-three times or whatever it was. Yeah, but for the, I'm, I can't believe I'm out here defending the Bucks. But for the majority of the season, they didn't even really have their whole receiving core. I mean, they had tons of injuries and stuff like that. So to run me, the ball. That's more of an argument to run the ball. I agree with you, but the problem that I have with this is actually more related to Brady. So. Last year, you got the very real feeling that, um, you know, what's his name? The the head, fuck, who's the, who's the original? Oh, Bruce Arians. That Bruce Arians was pushed out so that Todd Bowles can take over in order to get Brady to come back. And now the story is uh. that they're essentially firing Byron Leftwich in an attempt to sort of lure Brady into staying one more year. And it's like oh, so they're doing all, all this for Brady. Okay. If all of these movements are happening for it's like you're literally blowing up your team for a 45, 46 year old guy who, you know, granted, you call him the goat, don't call him the goat. I don't really yeah. care. Um, but it's just it just seems stupid to me. I agree. And um, Arians is still up there in the front office, though. I know. So some of these decisions have to be coming from him. One of these days, the book's gonna come out. Oh yeah! On on these last last days, yep. of uh, of the Brady era in Tampa, and it's gonna be fascinating. I think um, your Dolphins fired their uh, defensive coordinator, Josh Boyer. Should have done it last year. Probably, uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of so, lot of rumors. Vic Fangio, man, I would lose my mind if they get him in there. That would be dope. That would be dope. Yeah. Uh, another coordinator got fired. Greg Roman fired as the Ravens offensive coordinator. Oh, wow. Um, Damn. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. The carousel has begun, man. Vikings have fired their defensive coordinator, Ed Donatel. You knew they had to do that. They had a terrible defense. Um, Imagine if the Raven, Ravens come in with, like, this air raid offense or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like just going, well, you have to find somebody to West throw Coast. it to. Yeah, 
But I mean, if they, you know, get receivers out in space and like spread it out, have Lamar having people mm. second guessing and spying and switch mm-hmm. it to that and still have a hard nosed defense. I will see. Yeah. Uh, Patriots hired Bill O'Brien as their offensive coordinator. This will be O'Brien's second stint as the Patriots offensive coordinator. Uh, what? They don't want to try like the special teams coach or nothing like that? <laughs> you know how they do. They let people go and then they bring them back. It's all in the family. Um, He's running out of his guys, man. Mm-hmm. So, well, this is kind of an interesting hire that a lot of people are claiming makes – you know, a fair amount of sense, especially considering Nothing the fact makes that less sense than that, uh, than, uh, what's his name? Uh, Patricia, Matt, Patricia, exactly. exactly. People are like, bro, what are you doing? So for the last two seasons, O'Brien, not only did he used to work for the Patriots, but O'Brien has been the offensive coordinator for, uh, Alabama where he actually coached Mac Jones when, when he was in college. Um, oh. so there's, there's an, fair amount of logic to this hire i would say um but yeah again an obvious upgrade from what the patriots you know technically they didn't even have an offensive coordinator last year according to them um but yeah it was a it was a toss-up between joe judge and matt patricia it's like come on get the fuck out of here with that shit um so so what are what's matt patricia gonna do now defensive coordinator i don't know assistant head coach we do not care. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I could, I could not care we less not what care. Matt Patricia does next year. <sighs> Something I do care about, however, is that the Atlanta Falcons have interviewed Brian Flores to be their defensive coordinator. Oh. Let's go! <laughs> that would be dope as hell. Yeah, he's getting a lot of interviews, man. He is. He's got. He's gone on some uh, defensive coordinator interviews, but he's also gone on some head coaching interviews as well. So where he lands is kind of anyone's guess at the moment. Yeah, I would that's love a to good have sign. Him if if you if you're interviewing somebody who for defensive coordinator that's also getting asked about head coaching spots, you know you're gonna have a good a good guy coming in. Dude, I would love to have Flores in the A. That would be great. It's got to be intimidating as a, a head coach to try to hire him when you know it's knowing like, yeah knowing yeah. that he's could very easily take your job yeah like he he's gonna be the interim coach if you get fired so you oh, gotta have sure. somebody who's secure like John Harbaugh or somebody you know well he's not even mm. that secure right now but like Mm-mm. if Tomlin did it you know what I mean or that was the only one who brought him in too mm. Bill Belichick bring him back. <laughs> mm. The Jets, um, bring them over. <laughs> no, they don't need it, but you know what I mean. Yeah, something like that. Pete Carroll. No, you're right. You're right. Or, or you hire him to light a fire under the the actual the coach. coach. Yeah. Or, I mean, Arthur Smith is kind of, I would argue, is entering into that territory in Atlanta. A, a coach who needs a little fire under his ass. Although he does seem, I don't know, he seems to light fires under his ass at, pretty regularly himself. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm cool, not man. Good for y'all. I hope y'all get them. I yeah, I hope so too. Uh, another story that caught my attention this week is that it appears that Brock Purdy is expected to be the 49ers starting quarterback for 2023, which obviously brings up the question of what the fuck do you do with Trey Lance, <laughs> the guy yeah. that they picked number three overall, right? And they hip, pick him three. Hip injury too, man. Yeah, and they like three. moved they up. They up moved to get him. To, with they traded Miami. up to get this guy. Um, I, it's going to be very interesting. There's, there's, there's teams out there that need quarterbacks and he's clearly an asset. He's young. Um, or you hang on to him in case Brock Purdy sucks next year. I don't know. Who knows? I I do not envy them. I I don't either. Especially after trading Um, up. Oof, that sucks. But it is what it is, man. Um... I really hope that this does not happen, but the NFL, after, you know, they kind of rigged this thing. The NFL was kind of, it seemed as though they were hoping that the AFC championship game was going to be um, Chiefs versus Bills, and it was going to be played at a neutral site in Atlanta, and then that didn't happen. The Bengals came in and spoiled that idea. 
Um, but there are a lot of news stories out this week that appear to suggest that the NFL really wants to test this idea of playing neutral site um, playoff games. Um, you and I have spoken about this privately, about how we think this is a terrible idea. And yeah, we talked on the pod, for, too, about it a little bit. Yeah, for the fans, this is a terrible idea. Yeah, I, I can only fun. assume, uh, basically, what it's being, there's a really great article written by a this guy named Dan Wetzel, I think he's from Yahoo Sports. Um, and Dan Wetzel, for anyone who's interested, he he covers the NFL, but he he also kind of is most well known for covering college football. And uh, he's got a great college football podcast um, that is both cynical and sarcastic and funny uh, and very critical of the whole college football system. Like he, Dan Wetzel, has been on the beat of this. You need to pay the players way before anybody was taking that seriously. Oh, nice. Um, because he was like, why they should be considered employed. Like this guy has been on this beat for a long time. And, and a lot of people in college football hate this guy, but he somehow has managed to survive all oh, of yeah. that. And he is a very funny, cynical, dark comedic voice within the realm of uh, college sports and, um, and, and the NFLs as well. And he is essentially making the argument that, the amount of money that college football generates from having these neutral site bowl games mm -hmm. is, is what is attracting the NFL to attempting uh, to do the same thing. He's drawing the, he's drawing the line between those two, two things, which I think he's a hundred percent correct. The NFL does need more money. So I know there's so, you know, I mean, they're just living paycheck to paycheck. I know. If they don't watch it, they're just going to be the USFL. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> so stupid, man. They're mm -hmm. it's disgusting. Like it is gross. It's it's always a fuck you to the fans. Always, 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 always. Or the players. It's either fans or players. Fans or players. Mm hmm. He uh, he. Dan Wetzel argues kind of what we said: neutral site conference championship game would diminish the importance of the regular season. That has already been diminished yep. by an ever elongating season in the first place. Um, the value of home field in the title game, along with the first round buy, is is a reward to the number one seed. The NFL should not take that away. Yeah. Is is his main argument? Um, <clears throat> yeah, how he, can I they, think. How can they justify that? Like, what's their counter argument to that? Yeah, but we but money. Mm. You know what I mean? Like. How, why would you? Why do I play the season if I can't have home home field advantage? He also says taking the game out of home markets is a major loss to those communities, including losing businesses and stadium workers, uh, including local businesses and stadium workers. Um, by choosing Atlanta, the NFL signaled that the decision on where to stage neutral cha championship games might follow the general principles of Super Bowl selections, mm -hmm. like warm weather locations, domes. In certain yeah, cities. and that sucks for places like Minnesota. Yeah, well, Minnesota has or, a dome, or, can, or even Kansas. I know, but but no, but you're right because I mean, there's a reason why. I, isn't it the case that most uh, historically, I think most of the Super Bowls have been played in Miami? Am I yeah. correct? Yeah, yeah. isn't that right? Um, this hmm? is ridiculous, man. Think about places like Denver, or you know. That at that time of year, they're not going to want to have an outdoor game in Denver hmm. or uh, Tennessee. Even it's like he also he also argues this is a good argument, and this is very Dan Wetzel to me. He says the atmosphere of a neutral site Super Bowl almost always lacks the unbridled passion of a home playoff game. While having fans of both teams can create some back and forth, there are. Also, more unattached fans mm -hmm. and corporate ticket holders, yep, that's what's and the be. revelry of pregame tailgates can't be duplicated in that kind of scenario. They don't care either, though. They don't care. No. Ugh. I hope they don't do this. Hmm. Me too. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Final piece of news that I thought we could walk through is that they have officially announced the European games for 2023. Nice. There will be three London games. Um, we do not know who they will play, but we know the home teams will be the Jaguars, the Titans, and the Buffalo Bills. See, they're already taking home field from people. Mm, see, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Snatch it. And there will be two games in Germany this year. Damn. Two games in Germany. They have Germany not decided which. Done. Yeah, they haven't decided which cities they're going to have it in yet. But the home teams in Germany will be the Chiefs and the Patriots. Now, Patriots. given that we know the home teams that will be playing, we do not know who they will be playing against. But I went through the various schedules and um, put together a list of their uh, potential opponents, and I just thought it would be interesting to see. Um. Which which matchup would you want to see the most? All right, let's go. Okay, so I'm going to start with the Jags. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we get sexiest matchup. <clears throat> Jaguars. Uh, potential opponents for this London match would be the 49ers, the mm. Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, of course. The Baltimore Ravens. All right. The Carolina Panthers. Indianapolis Colts, Houston Texans, or my Atlanta Falcons. Mm. Falcons, Jaguars in London? That'd be a hot ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about I went to London to watch my team beat the Jaguars and they lost. So I, yeah. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. They will also be playing the Titans and the Chiefs at home this year, but given that the Titans are also one of the London teams and the Chiefs are one of the Germany teams, they're clearly not going to, you know. Um, so that 49ers, 49ers is a good one. 49ers would be good. To get to Bengals. see, like, I'm just thinking about uh, the football fan out there. Would love to see Debo Samuel. You know, love to see that uh, Christian McCaffrey, that offense mm. out there. It'd be fun. I'm here for the cat battle, so I'm all in for Jags Bengals. Oh, Bengals too. Get to see Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. I would I would root for that for them. Yeah. And it's not a division game, so it's not too much weight on that. Mm-hmm. Losing a home division game, to, you know, to a London game, then Jags Bengals cat battle. It doesn't get sexier than that. <laughs> what's, uh, another, what's the next London game for the Titans? The Titans will be playing the Ravens, Bengals. Again, Texans, Chargers, Seahawks, Colts, Panthers, or Falcons. We're playing the AFC South next year. I, I say the Chargers. Titans versus Chargers? Yeah, that could be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. For the Bills, uh, the Bills will be playing Broncos, Raiders, Cowboys, Giants, Bucks, Jets, or the Miami Dolphins. They're not going to do Bills v. Dolphins, are they? They've done a division Jets-Dolphins before. <clears throat> I would say I wouldn't want to do a division game. What was the interconference? What NFC teams was on there? Um, What NFC home Bucks, game? Bucks, Giants, Cowboys. Giants might be the one. Hmm? Or oh, Cowboys. That would be fun. Cowboys-Bills. Yeah. In London? Yeah, that could be good. I like that one. Hmm? Uh, let's see. For the Chiefs. Oof, any game. It could be Broncos. What a shitty team. Well, like I said, Broncos, 
<laughs> Broncos, Chargers, Raiders, Bengals. They're not going to do that, are they? Dolphins, Bears, Lions, or Eagles. Chiefs, Dolphins would be fun. Mm. If they're healthy, both teams. Chiefs, Eagles could be fun. Chiefs, Lions could be fun. Yes, that's that's the one. NFC, AFC, Chiefs, Lions. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's mm. the one I would want. Yeah. Mm. Fireworks. Uh, and then for the and that that game will be in Germany somewhere. And then you got. Um, yeah, I mean, imagine, imagine Dan Campbell showing up to Germany and fucking lederhosen, saying, "Where? Point me to the fucking schnitzel bar. Let's go." <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just trying yeah. to find the biggest fucking schnitzel in town. Patriots are going to be playing Colts, Chargers, Dolphins, Saints, Jets, Eagles, or Commanders. Colts, Jets. You said Saints. Uh huh. Dolphins, Colts, Chargers, Dolphins, Saints, Jets, Eagles, Commanders. Who do you want to see them play? Hmm. A Chargers again, man. <laughs> they go twice. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the fans. It'll be fun to watch the Chargers. I agree. I agree. It'd be Especially fun to see them. If, I think if, the Eagles again. Eagles would be fun as well. Yeah. Um. It'd be cool to get the Eagles over to. They're they're an entertaining football team. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Patriots are one of the. I think it's the Patriots and the Seahawks are the two most popular teams in Germany. So it makes sense that uh-huh, they're okay. sending them over. Um, but that'd but be I cool, wanna, y'all. I wouldn't want to do. Uh, I feel like it's wrong to the team who's already losing a home game to make it way even more by making it a division game. Mm. And they've done it to the. But it, they did Jets Dolphins when they were both like bad. Mm. But it just. I feel like it would suck to have a division game out there. And I think the home feel. it. I feel it. It feels to me that the um, that the European games. I agree. When they first started them, it was like they would send a lot of bad teams. Yeah. But I feel like they're moving away from that. Yeah. I feel like they're really like okay. Hold on a second. I think the the fair the most fair way to do that is to uh to do it with interconference. You know what I mean? So neither team it doesn't weigh as much. Right. So you lose to a your AFC team, you lose to an NFC team. Oh, you know, sucks, but you know, at least it doesn't really affect your rankings like that in your conference. Well, I obviously would like to see my Falcons wind up as an opponent, uh, yeah. so that I could entertain the idea of of maybe going to one of these games. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also, you know, given that Saga has decided to be a Bengals fan, um, you know. It'd be kind of cool to go see them too. I'd love to yeah. see the Bengals live. That'd be dope as hell. Yeah, um, and you and her just go out there, huh? Do a little father daughter trip. Go see yeah. the Jags Bengals cat battle. Let's go. <laughs> uh, or if it's Titans Bengals, you know, because Joanna. Oh yeah, Joanna's a Titans fan. Joanna, Joanna you have to go to if that happens. If it's Titans Bengals, the whole family got to go. Because Joanna w- was supposed to go with us the first time, but she couldn't get off work, so it was mm. just the three of us. So if if she does, we'll have to go. And now yeah. I have a place to stay too. I got mm. a buddy over there who's got a house, and I stayed with him when I was there a few weeks ago. And he's like, "You got to bring the whole family back." So it's like we wouldn't even have to pay for a place to stay this time. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Dope. Yeah, man. So yeah, so that's it, everyone. Uh, if your teams are coming to Europe, congratulations. Yeah, go to the uh, game. Keep an go eye on that. I think I'm pretty sure they they will announce the official matchups. Uh, you know, on the same day they do this the the schedule release, which is usually in May, right? Mm-hmm. Don't they usually release the official schedule in May sometime? I believe so. Uh, Imagine seeing Patrick Mahomes live. And you that'd live be cool. In England. That would be pretty cool, actually. No, they're playing in Germany, right? Chiefs are playing in Germany. Correct, yeah. I would love to go to one of the Germany games. Germany's fun yeah. as hell, dude. My buddy like already Germany. hit me up. He's like, yo, we got to do it. Boys trip. I was like, all right, let's do it. We'll go to Germany. There's some cool places in Germany. I, I enjoy Germany. I hope it's Berlin. I could do some comedy, too. Oh, Berlin is dope as fuck. Yeah. I love me some Berlin. 
All right, let's get to these games. Let's get to the flipping picking part. Let me let's see do it. Finish, finish off the slaughtering of me. Am I yep. mathematically out now? I don't know. You tell me, Mr. Mathematician. Your playoff totals is you've got 20. It's 50. Well, not necessarily. It's 50 to 20 right now. Woo. Well, I okay. Kind of run the table. You do, yeah. Because this week, the points are worth 15. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fifteen points. So I gotta, I gotta get these, and then we go in the Super Bowl tied up. Ooh. And I gotta tell you, these games—it's tough. I mean, toss-ups. I, I feel, I personally feel like these, like there's really nothing. Usually, you come into this situation, and there's like one team in here that's like, man, what are they doing here? Um, but not, not I feel like you can't say that this year. I feel like all four mm-hmm. of these teams are worthy. Yep. Uh, Super Bowl teams to this day. Yeah. So, uh, well, go ahead and flip. It's your flip. Or are you calling it? All right then. Heads, tails. Here we go. I'm going to call tails. Okay. Oh shit! I dropped it. Hold on. Tails it is. I don't feel like winning the coin toss really helps, to be honest. No, no. I really don't. You could decide who's picking, but uh, who do you want to start? You might as well start. I don't know. I'm going to let you start. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm going to say the Eagles win this. Okay. I just want to hurry up and just say it and not even think anymore. Just Eagles win. You don't want to talk about why you think the Eagles are going to win? um, I think uh, (laughs) I I just have to go with the Eagles where they've been balling all year. Mm. Jalen Hurts looks good. They look like Mm -hmm. they got something to prove. Mm. Uh, A.J. Brown out here. You know, I think the Eagles' defensive line is really good. That's right. Their defense is good. It's true. But, I mean, I can see them losing to the 49ers. I don't know. My man, former Bulldog Jordan Davis, he's over there on that defensive line eating motherfuckers up. <laughs> mm-hmm. First reference yeah. to the Georgia Bulldogs yeah. in this episode. Man, How about that? almost an hour in, man. <laughs> uh, what you got with the uh, Bengals and the Chiefs? I, well, I have to say, for the record, I agree with you. Mm. Um, my greatest concern with the 49ers – is and I know we've been I, I just think that this is gonna be a tough game for Brock Purdy. Um exactly with that defensive line. And I also am a little concerned by the fact that it appears that Christian McCaffrey has some sort of a calf injury that is gonna have him not being a hundred percent. Um Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Christian m- injured Caffrey. <laughs> um <clears throat> Man, he's so that he always comes up with something, man. Mm, I'd be a little worried about that because he's it. basically he's the outlet pass. Yeah, when the when the wall starts caving in, you know what I mean. But Kittle's come uh, alive lately. True, and Elijah Mitchell is is not a bad running back either. Yeah. But he ain't no Christian McCaffrey. But whatever, right. I, I I I happen to agree with you. I think the Eagles have more. They have a more complete team, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. Anyway, for the next game, Bengals Chiefs. I've been <laughs> I've been flipping back and forth on this one all week. Yeah. To be honest with you, um, part of me thinks there's no fucking way that the Bengals are going to beat Patrick Mahomes four times in a row. There's no fucking way in in back to back like a back to back full-on rematch of the AFC Conference Championship game from last year. Uh, You know, same teams, same stadium. Uh, There's no way the Bengals can do this two years in a row. Um, But something keeps telling me that these Bengals just don't fucking care what Mm -hmm. everybody else thinks about what is supposed to happen. Um. And so I just cannot 
I cannot ignore the fact also that the Bengals, honestly, last year it felt like a bit of a fluke that they made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I would argue that this year's Bengals are better all around. Definitely than last playing year's better Bengals. right now. Like I mean, they're the right basically have, they're peaking right now. They've won ten. They've been peaking for like ten weeks. They haven't. Yeah. They haven't lost. I think the last. I think they've won ten straight games. Am I right? Oh, damn. Something uh, like yeah. that. Yeah. Because they last eight. Yeah. Um. And there's something about you know. I'm also a little concerned. Even if they're saying that Patrick Mahomes' ankle is like he's fine, he's practicing. Lou Anarumo. He's going to dial something up. Uh, just because Patrick Mahomes is going to start this game does not mean that he's going to finish it. I'm not even saying he's going to get hurt. I just think they're just going to flip the switch and you can't score anymore. I, I I think the Bengals are going to win this football game. Yeah. I'm going Bengals. Mm. I had put it already. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to pick the Bengals on that. I mean, it's just – you can't logically – I guess it's time. At some point, we got to say, okay, he's the best player in the league, but they're just a better team. They should be. What's the odds? They should be underdogs. The Chiefs should be underdogs in this. They were. Okay. But I'm not sure. I think it may have changed. The Chiefs are home underdogs. It's crazy. Does it say that? I'm just no. I didn't. I didn't look at it. But they were underdogs. But then when the report that Mahomes seemed to be okay. I heard somewhere that the that it had shifted. It may just be a straight up even. I don't know. I would assume the Eagles are favored. Yeah, I don't see it anywhere. I didn't go to like the betting side or anything. Mm. But yeah, I'm not uh they should be fa- the the Bengals should be favored. They're a better team, and we can't just we always live on the. Uh, oh, it looks like the Chiefs are favored by one point. Mm, yeah, they changed it. They were underdogs after the game, but then when he when it was reported that he was a full participant in practice on Wednesday, Mahomes, then the line shifted. It's hard to bet against them, of course, because they're you know. Mahomes and Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy and Travis Kelsey, <laughs> those four variables there make it seem like, uh-oh, but mm. you can start rattling off the uh, the Bengals and you're just like, oh, they, the top five, the, the top seven players in the game, there's only two of them are Chiefs. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you name the top ten players, just mm. all around, and the, how many of them are Chiefs? I just think that despite Four. despite the fact that he's clearly going to play, I think Mahomes is going to be somewhat limited. Um, and if you know, we're so used to him being able to do things outside of the pocket, but I think if they if the Bengals are hot on his tail the whole game. I just think it's going to be hard. I, I I'm not in, I'm not convinced that Mahomes is going to finish this game. I think this downhill Bengals rushing attack mm. is going to be the difference maker. It's going to keep the the offense off the field, the mm. uh, Chiefs offense on the sidelines where you want them, and then mm. they're going to come out a little desperate when the Bengals mm-hmm. crank out a couple scoring drives. Mm-hmm. That's so, gonna be a good game. Are yeah, you gonna stay gonna up and watch good. the? Are you gonna stay up and watch? It starts at twelve thirty. Our time, twelve thirty a.m. I might st- I might start drinking coffee that night. Mm. <laughs> I unfortunately have to sleep, so I gotta call my meth dealer. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do some meth. Maybe watch watch the game, do a little cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> watch the game, do some cleaning. Yeah, Sandra be so proud of me. <laughs> I woke up and the apartment was so clean. 
<laughs> and John was literally twiddling his thumbs that had uh-huh. no nails left. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, that's it, man. That's the uh, what we call it. The <laughs> what's it called? What's the, the name? Incredibly of it? iconic, extra crispy conference championship round. <laughs> yeah, boy. All right. Well, thank y'all for checking Brought us out. Brought to you out. by Commander Pro Trigger. <laughs> Thanks for checking out this episode of Spin NFL. If your team's still in there, good luck. I hope y'all can make it to the Super Bowl, man. Almost there. Yeah, man. It's got to feel good, man. Uh, But we will catch y'all later. um, And don't forget to check out the incredibly iconic Extra Crispy. What was the last one? Championship Round. Conference Championship Round. Conference Championship Round. Yeah, boy. We'll catch y'all later. Peace. Later, y'all. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.